This is Five on Five. Welcome to the Thursday Pod. This is Five on Five, where we take five minutes, five days a week, to talk about everything that matters to college men. This is Minjay signing in again with another exciting passage for you guys. Today's text is on Genesis 32 with the story of Jacob. Now, there are so many lessons to draw from this story, but I just want to talk about the drive for competition and the alternatives to fighting this destructive behavior. First of all, I'm not trying to say competition is necessarily a bad thing. In life, we enjoy some competition here and there. With March Madness still going on now as a great example of competition that's fun to watch and having friendly competition with your roommates or friends over who has the most correct bracket predictions so far. But what I want to explain today is the destructive nature of it if it gets out of hand through Jacob's story with Esau, his twin brother. Now this story is dear to my heart as I'm also a twin myself. With a twin brother growing up, I can resonate so clearly with Jacob's motive to outdo his brother Esau. For those of you who don't know the complete story of Jacob and Esau, since birth as you read in Genesis 25, it's recorded in verse 22 that the children struggled together within her. There was a battle from the get-go in the womb with these brothers. Now, I can't remember that far into my life to know if I was battling with my own brother from the womb, but I know for sure as long as I could remember, there was always this rivalry between my brother and me. This drive to outdo my brother in whatever I can. Jacob wanted to outdo his brother Esau, which led to him deceiving his own brother and father to steal Esau's rightful birthright, which in our context today is his inheritance, and Esau's blessing, which essentially was like passing on the family's name to be the key figures mentioned in the line of Jesus, the promised savior. I know that the same motivation to outdo my brother is what also fueled me to be like Jacob, taking things from Esau. This motivation to outcompete makes sense in that there's a limited amount of resources out there and I need to grab for myself these different things before other people, especially my brother. In the case of my brother, it was winning more of the affection of my parents growing up as I remember we would run to the door when our dad came home just to say I was the first one to hug my dad before my brother. There was competition with who gets to play with the best toys. Even though we grew up with plenty of toys, it was easy to get jealous of the toy my brother was playing with and I would fight to get that toy to the point sometimes my mom would have to buy two of the same exact toys just so she wouldn't have to deal with us fighting over it. This doesn't end just as a child, but in middle school and high school as we compete to be better in sports and academics, and the list can go on and on. What I realized was that I grew up hating my relationship with my brother as all I was consumed by was outdoing my brother in everything. Just as Esau wanted to kill Jacob for stealing his birthright and blessing, I had the same killing of relationship with my brother that got worse over time due to this competitive nature in me. Now, I know this is a struggle not only reserved to twins as I heard from countless other close peers the same struggle with their siblings who were close in age. There's something in all of us men that want to prove that we deserve more attention and prove to others that we are better than our twin brother or our sibling or even our closest friends or classmates growing up. We compare and we want to outdo. But where does that lead us? It leads us to a point like Jacob where we are at the end of our ropes with broken relationships all around us as a result of our competitive natures. That's what makes competition like this amongst people you love so destructive in the end. But I wanted to end with a hopeful note that we see and can learn from in Genesis 33 where we see the end of the cycle of competitiveness and outdoing one another through Esau's response recorded here. 
We read in verse 4 that instead of doing what Jacob deserved and killing him and getting revenge for all the wrongs Esau received from Jacob, it says Esau ran to meet him and embraced him. Instead of responding with, I'll get you for what you did to me, he responds with grace and love for his brother. Esau chose instead of continuing on with this cycle of jealousy and hate and instead responds with a forgiving heart. Now, this is a hard thing to do. But this also, instead of continuing to kill the relationship, restores the relationship. And isn't that what we received in the end with what Jesus did on the cross for us? Instead of what we deserve as sinners in death, Jesus responds with love and grace towards us as well, with the free gift of salvation and forgiveness for all the sins we've committed to God and others. I know my relationship with my twin brother improved once I received Jesus' love and grace in my life in college when I decided to receive the gift of salvation my junior year. And I was able to extend that same love and grace I received from Jesus to my brother as I asked for his forgiveness with how I treated him growing up and taking these small concrete steps to restore the relationship. It's noted in Jacob's response in verse 10, For I have seen your face which is like seeing the face of God, and you have accepted me. Let's also be men who don't continue to let our competitive drive with others kill the relationship, but be men like Esau who can restore the relationship between our siblings, our friends, or our classmates.